Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Total Media Podcast. Today we have with us Mr. Tushar Gandotra. So welcome to our podcast sir. Before we begin chatting, um, our audience would just like to know more about you and your background and what you do in the crypto space currently, your interests and everything. So if you could just give us a short intro of yourself, it would be great. Hi everyone, this is Tushar Gandotra. I am 38 years old, have been an entrepreneur. I run, I've been running a digital marketing company which, is, which specializes into performance marketing. I have been involved in crypto space since 2016. Uh, have been doing different events and working on some projects for marketing and have been working with the community for a long time. So I'm active on LinkedIn. You can probably follow me there. I'm not active on other media, social media channels. So LinkedIn probably is the right place. Um, that's great. So about your company, Tech Factory, can you just brief us more about that? So Tech Factory is essentially a, a performance marketing company. It's a digital marketing company. And we have been working with a lot of different clients in this particular field for their scaling of sales, for their market visibility, for strategizing on what should be done as a social media campaign, uh, everything related to media marketing side. So since because, because I have personal experience in a crypto space so somehow the marketing agency started doing something into the nft space now so now we are supporting a few clients in terms of building their nfts in some in terms of educating them what is nft how they can integrate nfts to their business and we are in process of launching a couple of more things Right. So I think um, most of us hearing us today are budding entrepreneurs as well in the crypto space. So I would like to ask you a, a very common question, which is what are the regulatory issues faced in crypto startups such as yours? Like it is not easy to build a startup. So what are the main problems faced and how do uh, how does one get past them? See, it depends upon what exactly are you doing in crypto space. We being a media and marketing company, we did not have any challenge because we did not have something on our own for, for crypto. You are marketing different projects. We have marketed projects which are not based, off in, based out of India. So regulation wasn't a major challenge for our kind of business. But of course, a lot of new startups, the startups are coming in, into this field, into Web 3.0. So there are some challenges somewhere. So if you are a technology company, probably you don't have to worry about the challenges. If you are probably exploring the fintech side of cryptocurrency, then it might be something important for you. So you will have to connect with some person who's who understands this space into the legal side of things. So that's the best way to go. So. Crypto regulations are essential for us for a startup only when they are focusing on the fintech side of things. If you are not into fintech, you are probably into the software development like blockchain development, or you are building some Web 3.0 platform which which is not related to DeFi or a probably crypto exchange. Then it shouldn't be a major challenge. You don't even need to take any permission from anybody. It essentially falls under the crypto technology domain. Right. 
so uh, majorly the regulatory issues are when people are in the fintech side of the entrepreneurship right, right? um so the reason behind these regulation is to make sure that a regular person doesn't lose money here so anybody who's into it they should know what they are doing so that is the reason they want to have regulatory things and that happens only when somebody's money is involved when public money is involved until the time you don't have anything to do with the public money you are not dealing on the defi stage you are not dealing on the crypto exchange you don't have to worry about it. right right um so since you mentioned nfts somewhere um i would like to ask you what is your take on nfts like where do you, do you see it in the future like 10 years down the line what kind of progress is it going to make is it actually going to be influential in the world or do you think it's still in a bubble what is your take see i personally i don't think of it as a bubble i see it as a technologically a technology innovation all right it's something which has created a lot of new use cases for the real world cryptocurrency and blo- uh, not blockchain but cryptocurrency has a very limited uh, use case which can be done only on the asset class or the uh, on or the side of uh, currency class mostly it is identified as an asset class so it has a limited use it is mostly into fintech but nft can be anything for the future i mean your driving license can be issued as an nft your uh, flat prop- your flat can be issued as a property on nft so nft has a huge use case for the future uh, currently it's only being used for a very small uh, side of thing which is art and collectible but in the long run it has a lot of different use cases uh you might have heard about the fractionalized nft so that is a new use case which is there now uh so with the use of technology what we are trying to do currently is to bridge the gap between the real world and the digital world so nft is one step closer there so anything which can be identified as a unique thing it can be done, it can be done using an nft so it can be used in insurance it can be used in real estate it can be used in so many other places uh, even a patent can be stored as an nft so if anybody is granted a patent they can be granted an a, a patent an nft for the patent itself so it is not bound by any use any specific thing it has a lot of implementations and i am sure a lot of new people who are coming into this field they will be thinking of new use case and keep building on the technology that's the beauty of a beauty of open source technology that's how it can develop that's how a community can very well come together and build new things um so uh, related to this i would like to ask you uh, do you think the next big intellectual properties will be built from nfts in the future uh, no my point is uh, intellectual properties can be granted using nfts okay all right so any intellectual any ownership of any intellectual property can be identified through an nft all right a patent has so many different uh, different information into it so all these all that information can be rolled up into one nft 
this NFT can be showcased as a patent itself. So currently you get a document which says your patent has been granted. Uh, in the future, you will get an NFT saying that this is your patent. You can easily uh, liquidate your patent. You can easily sell it on the open market. You can easily keep it for yourself. You can show it off to people. You can lease it out to people. So everything is easily possible using NFTs. You can stake a, uh, stake a uh, this uh, IP somewhere. You can stake a patent somewhere, get returns on it. Everything is doable through NFT. So it's another use case which can come into the future. We are not limited by the technologies. We are just limited by the ideas. Right. So um, that was a great answer. Thank you for that. Um, so slightly shifting from the NFT topic, um, I would like to ask you, since you run a marketing firm, um, do you have any tips or any insights for uh, people running crypto startups on how to reduce your customer acquisition cost? Uh, so to reduce the customer acquisition cost, the best thing you can do is to build a community. If you, you have a community, you will have a very low customer acquisition cost. The moment you use inorganic ways to acquire customer, it is always going to cost. All right, Facebook is going to take money. Google is going to take money. Anywhere you showcase your ad, anywhere you promote your product, you are going to shell out money. So, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people who are getting into this space, they understand the need of marketing. They understand you need to have the right budgets if, if you want to promote let's say a token launch or an NFT launch. So you need those, those budgets available. That's pretty much all. Community is the right thing, although it takes time. So uh, you can probably reduce your time span by putting in more money. If you have a shortage of money, probably it will take longer to build that community, but it's worth it. You can You will always be able to connect to the right people there. Right, and these are the people who will probably uh, have a good word of mouth for you. So it's not a bad thing. If you are short of money, that's the right way to go. If you have good budgets available, then there is a huge uh, segment which can be used. It, uh, I mean, be it organic or inorganic ways or through influencers. Uh, it it absolutely depends. That's that's probably I can. Taylor on. I mean, there are so many opportunities in this industry, and it's if you have the right people with you, probably you don't even have to market. You can take the case of Elon Musk. I mean, they don't shell out any money on marketing, but they are still able to get the highest advantage on marketing. So it's about how you position yourself, how you portray yourself to the outside world, how the users look at you. So many factors come into picture. Um, yeah, that's true. But um, I recently actually talking about customer acquisition, I came across a term recently um, called FUD, which is fear, uncertainty and doubt, which is very common um, obstacle when it comes to converting no coiners into um, NFT natives, like uh, building community in general, as you said. So how do we tackle that? There is so much doubt See, and uncertainty FUD, about FUD. Yeah. FUD is a human nature problem. It's not something specific to crypto. 
all right yeah it's, but uh, uh, since it is yeah since it is a new space for people they are very uncertain and doubtful about you know investing or getting into the space so how do people how do we as uh, people with startups tackle this problem and uh, add more people to the community the best way is to dior do your own research so fund can be reciprocated to through dior if you have the right research if you have the right underlying circumstances uh, fund doesn't come into picture i see when fund is there i mean we all are from the community we all see when it happens but although that's a part of human nature that's a part of any fintech area be it mutual funds be it share market uh, it will always be there but doing your own research will always be able to help you in finding the right companies finding the right investments for you so don't be scared of the fud fud can be a friend as well use it as a friend rather than some enemy sure thank a, you that was a great advice for us there is a quote as as well i mean when there is blood in the street something like that i don't remember it fud is a great friend if you are doing it right it's a it's an enemy when you are not doing it right 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 very wisely said um so on that note i would like to pitch in my last question uh, which is a very rapid fire question so your top 3 coins that you prefer for investing uh, matic ada ethereum great so that was a great session sir we really enjoyed being in talks with you and we really look forward to having many more of these um so thank you for being here and letting us no more about the field through your wisdom thank you so much thank you guys thank you very much for having me there thanks a lot uh, love to everybody who's listening to it take care guys bye bye